Miami sun, she won't get a tan. Ain't worried cause I know that she ain't got a man. When the sun sets in the nighttime, bay I ball like J400 in the right times. In Miami sun, she won't get a tan. Ain't worried cause I know that she ain't got a man. When the sun sets in the nighttime, bay I ball like J400 in the right time. She looking cozy. And we are live. Welcome back to episode five of the Zone Talk podcast. I'm your host, Jamel. I'm here with Donovan, Devon, Rashad, and Nap. How are y'all feeling today, fellas? We're feeling good. Doing good. We got the full squad here today. Ready to get active. Whole team with me. Hey. Zone Talk, Zone Talk, Zone Talk. You know what it is. And there's a lot of action in the NFL this week. It is the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. A whole lot of good matchups. We'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, but one thing I was thinking about a little bit earlier, um, you know, some of the most embarrassing moments that not only I've seen in the NFL, uh, but that we've been a part of. So we wanted to get into that a little bit. Uh, but one of my pet peeves in the NFL, I will say, is when receivers drop the football before they get into the end zone. That might be one of the things I hate yeah. the most uh, when you're celebrating. For the touchback. Yeah, for a touchback, I mean, they it's a fumble, fumble, fumble <laughs> recover. Like, I mean, that's an absolute disaster. I mean, it's a huge swing. Like, you miss out on the points, and the other team gets the ball, and you should have had the points. It's like, as Cappy said, we had it in our fucking hands. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like it's worse when you have the football. I mean, you have the football in your hands. Everybody's eyes on you. Like, thankfully, as a lineman, like when I had an embarrassing moment, it usually happened. Typically, when you couldn't see, but one particular time it did happen uh, was back in high school. And anybody who knows, knows, uh, like, crackback blocks are, like, banned now, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so it's not a thing anymore to be able to do crackback blocks. uh, But this was definitely legal at the time, and I was going to chase the running back on a toss play, and with the angle I'm taking, uh, a lineman knocked me the fuck out. Yeah, I was a uh, witness. My helmet flew about 20, 30 yards. About 20 yards. It 20, went, 20 it yards rolled. or so. So it came, it flew off your head and then rolled about 15 yards. Yeah. So like, it was you, 20 yards collectively. What year were you? And uh, I think I was a he sophomore. Was, yeah, he was a sophomore because I was watching that game on the sideline as a freshman, like not even on the like bench. I was like literally in the stands. Yeah, so first year on varsity. That was definitely like, it was early in the season. That was like a welcome to varsity. Yeah, I remember seeing that. Cause I was like, I knew how good of a player Jamel was, so I seen yeah. that hit. I was like, that I was rough, the helmet. man. You got humbled. Definitely, <laughs> I seen the helmet go flying, the the head shake. You know, he definitely <laughs> shrugged it off. Yeah, that was. But uh, I that was definitely you. a welcome hit, right yeah, there. Yeah, it's because it's not even like it hurt. Right, bro. That's the. It thing. didn't hurt. I just, just knew what happened, and I knew what it looked like, right, and bro. I knew how bad it <laughs> right, looked. <bro>. That, that <laughs> reminds me of my yeah. one of my embarrassing moments, bro. My freshman year, bro. We was playing against Milton. I was playing outside linebacker, and I was coming off the edge for a blitz. And I was, I was showing the blitz, so I'm up on the line. And, like, the running back's on the opposite side of the quarterback. So I'm thinking I got a clean shot, straight, like, straight shot at the quarterback. So ball snap. I'm running straight at the quarterback, like, bat out of hell, bro, like 100 miles an hour. The running back just steps across the quarterback's face and just, like, check, shoulder checks Ooh. me, bro. I go right flying, in your chest, bro. Like, I went flying, like, five yards, bro. And it was crazy. I was on the ground, bro. The hit didn't hurt. But I knew what it looked yeah. like, bro. I was like, ooh. Yeah. Coach Mack had to take me out for a play after that one, bro. That shit was crazy. 
You had to but think I about that. I don't think that was the most embarrassing, though, for me. That oh, definitely man. wasn't the because, most embarrassing. Because, as y'all know, you yeah, guys really played. used to get at me, bro. But I remember we played against Wellesley, bro. <laughs> and it was, like, one of my first times, like, getting in a varsity game. And, like, I'm in that outside linebacker. And they run quarterback sweep at me. And I get chop blocked by, like, the tight end or something. And I'm like, all right, like, all week we talk about fighting the chop. Like, this shouldn't <laughs> oh, be happening. With your hands. <laughs> this shouldn't be happening. But so, you know, one mistake, all right, no one's really going to get into you that much. It's like, all right, you know what happened. Don't let it happen again. On the very next play, they run quarterback sweep at me again. I get chopped again. All, and then, mind you, this is like on a Saturday afternoon. We're in Wellesley, Massachusetts. It's quiet. Like the, the crowd wasn't roaring at this particular moment. Roaring. It was just dead silent. And all you hear is, Devon, get off the field, son. You're terrible. I'm like, oh, my God, bro. Like, I just had to, like, put my head down, like, walk off the field real quick. But, you know, it happens. It happens to the best of us, man. No doubt. Um, Call my man's terrible. He said, you're terrible, son. Get yeah. off of the field. Yo, yo I remember. I had moms. I had, like, parents asking me after the game if I was okay. I was like, bro, I'm fine. <laughs> like, it's not that big a deal. Like, you know, you can for your well-being. Tough coaching. <laughs> man, Don, I know uh, we, we had our moments at uh, Stonehill. I oh, think yeah. as a team, we had oh, one of the most embarrassing moments. Yeah, that, that probably ever occurred in my life. <laughs> when we get down to the nitty gritty, yeah, it's like we played Assumption College. Um, what year was this? Was this this was our senior year? Our senior bro. This year. Is our last this was their game. homecoming game. Assumption College. They're a D two powerhouse. You could say now, um, especially up here in the Northeast. And uh, we went in there on their homecoming game, and you know we left with. Without the same dignity we had when we walked in. <laughs> Yo, let's let's yeah. just say let's just say uh, by the time the game was over, they ran probably I don't know like seven hundred yards up, like in total. It, it, yeah. They all right. Long story short, long man. Day. Long story they put short. Record numbers against when you. I woke up that morning, I didn't think I was gonna get sixty-eight points put on my head. And what yeah, I football, not college basketball, <laughs> right? You feel me? Like <laughs> sixty-eight to zero. This is, this is bad in any sport, yeah, no matter bro. what it is. It'll yeah. Oh that was crazy because we we was fresh off a win, and like after each one of our games, I always used to check y'all scores. And so that particular day, we was on the bus ride home after a dub. Like obviously, like. We walk, we walk, wiped like Worcester or somebody out, and I looked at the score, Had and I, 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 I put, I, I went to the ESPN app and I looked at it, and then I closed the app <laughs> and went back to the score again, <laughs> looked at the top, like it wasn't basketball, it wasn't, it says sixty-eight to zero. I didn't even call y'all because I didn't even, I just texted the group chat and said. Something like I'm sorry yeah, or like what happened, like what happened, like I said, yo, I I forget what exactly I said, but it it it, it was, I felt bad for y'all, bro. I'm gonna tell you what happened, and this is why <laughs> this is why like I don't feel as bad about it now, you know, like three years removed, is because the guy that torched us scored four touchdowns, went for what four ca- four or five catches yeah. last week in 83 yards, uh by the name of Deontay Harris playing for the New Orleans Saints. So 
I mean, he was playing. He's playing in the league now. He was Pro Bowler last year. Like, so the ass being was justified. It was a little bit yeah. justified. The more justified, the better he does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because my first play, my first play of college football at St. A's, bro. First time running down on kickoff. We were playing against Assumption. The first time I got a chance to play and. Sure enough, he was returning Deontay Harris, and he touched the ball and took it all pro returner. Six seconds, bro. So like that was my first play on the field. I'm thinking, word, bro, this is my opportunity. I'm about to run down, make a stick. Then I'm about to get my PT. It's lit, bro. Psych, bro. I ran down, bro. I literally didn't even come within like 15 yards of him, bro. No, you can't touch him. Oh no, you can't touch him. I remember one. It was super slow for y'all. It was ugly. One of the first plays of one of our games. He ran the ball on a toss. The first all, play. All the way to the you know the right side of the field towards the out-of-bounds mark. And he stopped and just changed direction all the way back, reversed on the other side of the field for like 20 yards, first play of the game. We were like, oh, it's going to be a long day. Facts. It's, uh, it's going to be a lot of work to do today. But you got embarrassed, Rashad. I'm going I'm to bring it back to, to Pop Warner. It's probably like my first game on the E-team for the – the West Roxbury Falcons, <laughs> the the, the mayor West the mayor the mayor's cup first game was in uh, by the airport, the, yeah, held East the, Boston East Boston, but uh, I remember line I think they had me at like corner or some young <laughs> bull and I'm just like out there like literally it's out there. you know how the E team is they just got kids everywhere yeah you know my first game. And like I, I kind of remember like the stadium. It was like they have like a little, kind of like a small little stadium. And I remember like just being on the field and then looking up into like the stands, and I just see like I think like my brother, and my pops, or something like that. And like by this time, like the offense and I snapped the ball, <laughs> and I'm I'm looking into the stands like off to the side. I'm like looking to like looking for my pops and my brother, and I just remember like waving to them. <laughs> I'm like I'm looking up. I'm looking. This is during while the play is going. I'm like waving, and then like next thing you know, like some kid just like flattens me on my ass. I look up again. My pops, my brother, laughing like. <laughs> yeah, but you got, yo, crazy moment. That's, first, that's probably like my first, my first play, Pop Warner. That's some funny shit, bro. Welcome to the sport. Nap, yeah, you ain't never been embarrassed before, ever. Ever in your life? Well, and I'd be embarrassed. Who's going to embarrass me? Hey, man. I don't know. Maybe you want to... Five don't stretch on game day. <laughs> it's crazy, though, because, nah, I'm, I'm trying to think. I played with you for a long time. I haven't, I, you ain't really got a boom like that, but, like... I, I'll say the most embarrassing nope. point to me in my career was I had a play in college where it was... Uh, broken play and our quarterback had gotten outside of the pocket and this is in the conference championship and he finds me and I'm wide open and I catch the ball now I'm running full speed I have one guy to make miss I obviously make him miss but when I make him miss I'm loosey-goosey with the ball and the ball just slips out and I and I fumbled, bro. Yeah, just a like, like you're like I I I had thirty yards of green grass and nobody like even close to me because it it was a play action to one side of the field and I like worked my way back to the other side of the field with the quarterback and there was nobody in front of me and I somehow managed to fumble that shit myself. Out of bounds? Did they, Did they recover? recover? No, in the middle of the field, bro. And I I missed the ball and. 
they fell on it, but my boy came and hit him, and we got the ball back. All right. All right. So, I mean, it could, it could have been worse. It, it could have been worse, but, yo, but it, it was, like, with, like, a minute left. We're, like, down, like, five or something. Oh, yeah, it, it, it was it was not – if we would have lost the game, bro, I probably would have went in my room – that night and just cry myself to sleep or something <laughs> like, no, bro, I, like, I I never wanted the game to be on me. You feel me? Yeah, like, you sure. never want to be that guy. You always want to feel like you put in the most work to try to help your team win. Definitely. But yeah, that that was embarrassing to me. I genuinely don't know if it gets more embarrassing than than getting mossed, like. Like, in real life, like, I didn't know what embarrassment was because at high school I played quarterback and everything was just cool. Like, the most embarrassing thing I could do was throw a pick and, like, it's whatever. You get to college, now I'm playing DB and I'm playing up against guys that are just going up the ladder and mossing me. I remember that same day that Deontay ran on oh, uh, man, a reverse. Same game? Same game. Oh, man. Same game. He ran a reverse to the other side. I think it was, like, maybe third third quarter or something like that. They throw a fade ball up the sideline. Now, this isn't against Deontay. This is against a different receiver. Um, I think his name was Ashton Gray. He, he's actually coaching for the Browns, I guess. Um, really? Yeah, it just came out today. Shout out to, Shout him. Out to him, man. Hey, man. Good Getting a him. position with the Browns. Um, yeah, yo, I thought I had this pick in my hands, bro. And, like, if you've ever played DB, there's nothing better than getting your hands on the football because you just know, like, everybody's watching you. You about to get up feeling crazy for sure and as soon as i got there as soon as i got there i sky for the ball he just comes straight over the top of me pulls the ball out of my hands oh and my keeps gosh. it pushing bro yeah. <laughs> wow yeah. yeah when you get a chance to do that as a receiver you you like take full advantage and get disrespectful so i know he like hit your helmet with his oh elbow or something gosh. on the <laughs> on the way by he definitely, shit, right? he definitely did something like mad disrespectful like ripped it like that's mad funny yeah bro on that, their sideline yeah. too so all i heard was oh i was like fuck damn can't even can't even yeah yeah, the no rec- recovery. The receivers get all the glory, man. I mean, you got a guy like Devonta Smith winning the Heisman. You can you imagine? He must be feeling on top of the world right now. Definitely, thousand percent. Especially being like, you know, not an underdog, but just a smaller guy, and like not just having the physical abilities that people might have thought he needed to like do what he does at his level and. You know, it's kind of amazing to see that story now. I want to see how he translates uh, when he gets into the NFL. I think he's going to uh, be a great player for whatever quarterback he's with. Hopefully, he goes to a solid team. Um, one of the big questions, though, is where is he going to get drafted? Um, and Rashad, you had a question, you know, do we think he's going to be a top five draft pick? And I thought about it. And... Mm, I mean, his his talent certainly top five, but... When you look at the value in you know an NFL draft and what teams are are getting, usually within the top fives, teams are looking to rebuild, either looking to rebuild with the quarterback position or maybe they're looking for offensive linemen. Um, yeah. But top five talent is he worth the top five pick? No, because there's so many receivers in the NFL. Um, yeah, he's you know he's doing great things, but you can always get. A receiver somewhere you know what I mean like there's probably a bunch of receivers in this draft 
uh, free agency, wherever you look, there's receivers everywhere. There's a surplus of receivers in the NFL. So he's not worth it. His talent is worth it, obviously. But I will, I will say you don't go and pick up a wide receiver within the top five. Because if you look at, you know, the Jags and Jets, they're probably going to grab quarterbacks. Um, Dolphins from the Houston pick, they probably, you know, they're trying to figure out their QB situation with, you know, Tua and all this Deshaun Watson rumors and stuff like that. Falcons, they're looking at the fourth pick. Um, you know, they're looking at rebuild mode, you know, talking about moving Matt Ryan and and uh, Julio. So, I mean, you're not going to bring in a, a wide receiver to go and start your franchise or rebuild your franchise. I think it's possible that, I mean, the Dolphins could be an ideal place for him to go. I don't know if their receiver is a priority for them. But his talent, I think, speaks for itself. The fact that he's able to bring home the Heisman. So you think you think he's worth a top five pick? Um, like I would think, you would you I take him? Yes, honestly, because he's a top five talent in the country. Yeah, he's a top five talent for sure. That's no question. So yeah, so like I'm so looking like, at the teams that are drafting first or first. This guy, five. by the way, this guy, he had 12 receptions, 215 yards, and three touchdowns in the national championship game. In one half. In the first half. Yeah. So I mean. That was the last time he touched the field. No, no, no. Moment of silence in one half. Yeah. I mean, That's ridiculous. breaking, breaking, <laughs> definitely broke some records. We're not um, even going to. We don't even got to. Like, yeah. I mean, anyways, <laughs> there, there is, there is the thing, though, that Jamar Chase is still a football player and he's still going to be in this draft. He sat out this year. He had just as good a season as. Devonte uh, Smith did this year, and he did that last year as a sophomore, I believe, or a freshman. Yeah, he won the Bolitnikov uh, yeah, as a sophomore. Yeah. So, um, I also believe that he could be one of the first receivers to go, depending on the type of receiver you're looking for. A lot of teams knocks on Devonte right now is that he's, you know, his size. He'll fill in though. Hopefully, you know what I mean. Um, He's done he's done fine without filling in his whole life. So you know what I mean? Some guys are just naturally built that way, naturally skinny guys and Yeah, you look at like Deshaun Watt uh Deshaun Jackson. <coughs> yeah. He's not yeah. very big. And you look at like guys like Robbie Anderson, super yep. skinny guy that can just make it happen, big playability guy. Um I see him as something like that. Um I don't see him as being an immediate number one when he gets to the league. He has the ability to be, but I I feel like he sh- he needs to be he needs to be under a receiver that's been in the league and um kind of been through everything. I feel like him being a number two option would be ideal stepping into the league. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. Yeah, I know the rumors have come out that um they, you know they're thinking Jamar Chase might go to the Bengals because of the Joe Burrow connection there, but you know. I don't think they could go wrong grabbing a guy like Devonta Smith with the fifth pick. I think Same. they have needs at other areas, so I think they kind of, depending on you know how the Jets, Dolphins, Falcons pick before them, they might have to address some other areas uh, of their team. So I don't know if he'll make the top five, but in terms of talent, the guy should definitely be in the league. I think he'll be in the league a long time. He'll play well, um, and hopefully he gets to a system that you know can really utilize his talent. You know, you hate to see when. Guys end up in the system like, you know, Allen Robinson. We'll get into him later, and uh, just not being able to be with someone that can get you the ball and 
you know, really maximize your playmaking ability. So, you know, we'll keep an eye on that going forward. Now, we wanted to shout out Orion Wagner. Uh, one of the questions that he had uh, for the squad today, we're all going to answer, uh, is which fan base deserves a Super Bowl more? The Buffalo Bills or the Cleveland Browns? Don, we'll start with you. Uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with the defensive part of this argument, right? Um, yeah, the Bills have gone to the Super Bowl four times, and they lost four straight times, and that was like, I don't know, like almost 30 years ago. Um, but the Browns have almost never been relevant, except for when we're talking about like Jim Brown. <laughs> like, like uh, this is a losing organization for like the last however many years, man. Like they've gone through however many quarterbacks. I think it's probably like twenty plus. Now they've landed on, on Baker Mayfield. Um, this is looking like their most promising season. If you're thinking about what the Browns have been able to do as an organization, uh. They've moved on from Johnny Manziel, that whole era. I can't believe I just brought his name wow. up. <laughs> Where I can't believe you. <laughs> you feel me? Like, I would end the episode, but we only <laughs> we only twenty <laughs> minutes no, in. Like, <laughs> yeah, like on the Johnny football note, that's mad funny. Yeah, but I mean they they've gone through a lot of turmoil. So to get to this point where they're facing the defending champs, if they go out this week, then they go out this week. But if not. I think this team deserves a Super Bowl far more than the Bills do. I believe the Bills deserve a Super Bowl, bro. They have been denied. They've come so <laughs> close. Like, it's one thing when you know, like, you're out of reach of Thank a championship. You, like, you, you, you're not even, like, that's not even a thought in your mind. When you get to the game on four separate occasions, bro, and you come up short, that, that's just as painful for a fan base, bro. No, they, but that's I believe my thing, though. that they deserve – a Super Bowl, not much more, but it's easy. It's easy in my eyes. Yeah. The Bills is different more than See, the See, when you put it, even when I put it that way, because that's what how I've been looking at it in terms of the Bills, I think the Browns are more deserving because in looking at the the, the Browns, um, sorry, the Bills, looking at the Bills, you know, they've gotten there four times. You get there four times and you didn't do anything with it. You lost all four times. You had your opportunities. I don't think but, that makes you more deserving. But getting to the Super Bowl is no light feat, though. Like getting there is a. But is you've a still been there. It's a, so they got there, but they. You've did been there it. four times and you didn't come out with anything. And right. So who like the fans are the ones that? Thank you. The fans is who they we're talking feeling about. that they're like, yo, we getting behind y'all. We're we're cheering uh, I see, for y'all. As a fan, bro, I'd be so sick because sick. I remember that feeling when the Pats came up short against um the Giants, bro, with with the with the fucking David Tyree catch. I cried that night, bro. And if the game like that had happened four years in a row, bro, I don't know All if I would right, still well, be a Patriots fan. As far as the fans, honest. if you look at the Browns fans, team, people have been laughing at your team for decades. And now, I mean, you know, you up now and, you know, you're on the brink of an AFC championship coming up um, this Sunday. Don't get so, me wrong. I mean, the Browns, they definitely, they definitely changed the narrative about their team. Like, that's cool and all, but that's in itself should be rewarding for their fans. Yo, we're headed in the right direction. I don't think that compares to the pain of losing. Hey, man. Like, I don't think it was Yeah, but the Bills lost. Well, that, the, that, it, that was so long was ago. Like, like years ago. Like, yeah, like, forget about that. The Browns haven't won. 
Yeah. Nothing in 30 years. Like, if anything, the Bills fans should be upset with their players or their organization. I mean, I, I mean, you know, that has, you know, they're, they got in there four times. They and deserve the, the three. The players got to execute. The players are got to play the game. They should be mad at the players or feel whatever they feel. All that should go towards the players. I'll just take all that sorrow and. <laughs> You know them being upset. All yo, that. yo, let me let me tell you the stress. All right, so since 2015, right? 2015, three and 13, one and 15, zero oh and 16. Mm. Like, yo, you are the shit stain of the NFL. <laughs> mm-hmm. And to turn it and to turn it around now and have everybody on there, you just beat your division rival in the Steelers. Granted, like the Steelers are. Frauds, shout out to Javier in Miami, bro. I remember when you told me this week week ten, even on a ten game win streak that the Steelers were frauds and they were trash. But three straight years of horrendous football, nothing going for you, and now all of a sudden a new guy comes in, Kevin Stefanski, and your record is eleven and five, and now you're in the divisional playoff round. Come on, man. There's a there's a lot to say about that. Yeah, I agree. Um. I think the Browns are much more deserving of um, a Super Bowl. They've been waiting for a long time. Their fans have been behind them for a long time with losing records. You know, you guys got to remember the Bills made the playoffs last year. Yeah, but if you're looking at both of those stretches, both the Browns and the Bills went on 18-year stretches without making the playoffs. They broke each other's record. So the Bills had the record, then the Browns beat the record. Did the Bills ever go 0 and 16 and and then 1 and 15 <laughs> to follow it up? Come come like on. Like we got it this year. Like come on. But your expectations They were on a 29 a game losing streak. As a fan, you ain't expecting shit then. Why would I expect a so, Super Bowl? And so now you deserve a Super Bowl. You went 0 and 16. Yeah, I deserve yo, a Super yo, Bowl more than you. No, bro. they deserve they deserve the playoff win. They deserve to get to the okay, playoffs. But they've they gotten to the So what about win. So what what's your what do you have to say about them getting to the the Super Bowl four times and not being able to, to do anything with it? I right? have to sorry. say I'm not a I have Bills to say fan. as a Bills fan, I feel your heartbreak. Right. You're not a Bills fan. Oh, oh, you're saying, yeah. As a Bills fan, I would feel I would feel your heartbreak. Like you, you had so much faith in this franchise. They took you to the Super Bowl. Like at the time, the the peak fans who were watching the game at this time, those are grown men and women, old men and women now. As the Bills make the playoffs, so I think they are deserving to see their team in the Super Bowl. Hey, bro. I Just feel, as much and a little bit I more feel for the them too. I feel for them too, but that doesn't mean that doesn't make them more deserving technically. I mean, like I said, I'm just gonna keep saying it. They got there four times. Your team got there four times, and I mean, you you gotta be mad at your team. In a row. In a row. And in lost row. all four. You were the like, most dominant team. You know what I mean? Look, like in the, the Browns having the Browns haven't even <laughs> look, man, sniffed the Super Bowl. So, you were the you were the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. You you know, some players ended their careers. Nah, Milwaukee never Super made it to Some players just couldn't <laughs> move on. You know, they couldn't play football. The again. best there regular was, there season was a whole team. Lot of yeah. Yeah. I just have to like, say, the year 2020 would be the year that the Cleveland Browns decided to turn it around and like do this. Make the playoffs. Like, the it's just Bowl. such a weird year. I mean, it's 2021 now, but the 2020 season, bro, it's just 
it's just some 2020 season stuff right there. The they just Browns. needed COVID. Right. Yeah, of course. So that's it. I don't know they're gonna have a little asterisk next. Uh, I can't even say the word next to whatever they do. <laughs> but um, either way, I, I asterisk. Do, I do think. <laughs> I do think uh, both franchises, uh, fan bases, are deserving. Uh, probably more so than some other teams in the league, and maybe it's because we've been, as a Patriots fan, we've been whooping the Bills' ass so long. You know, I just, you know, sometimes your son, you know, sometimes they they beat you in one on one one day and. You know they they you take look the yourself reins. In the mirror. Yeah. You know, you know as but, a Pats uh, fan, they definitely looking themselves in the mirror right now. I don't know what's gonna come next season. Yeah, but I don't know what the AFC is. I know not, the Bills are gonna be the team to beat in the AFC is going yeah. forward. I I actually kind of hope the Ravens can get the best of them just for the Pats fan in me. We'll get into that a little bit later, but uh, you know, talk. What are the big topics uh going into the off season for um the Dolphins? Uh, we've mentioned them a couple of times on the pod uh, because it's such an entertaining story is their quarterback situation. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa. I know I didn't say that name right. But, um, Tagovailoa. Tagovailoa. Um. <laughs> just just got to say it quick. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say it quick. My man Tua. Tua. My man TT. He's been getting uh, a fair amount of scrutiny, and maybe it's media talk. Maybe it's you know real. Uh, but he's getting a lot of scrutiny towards the end of the season. You're a starting quarterback in the NFL. You're going to get a lot of scrutiny. Hey, man, this is the life you live. You get paid millions of dollars. You know, it is what it is. Um, now... We're trying to figure out is the score is the scrutiny warranted uh, on Tua? He has a lot of pressure on him. Um, is it warranted? You know, we obviously hindsight's twenty twenty. Looking back on, you know, when he came into, uh, you know, started starting after taking over the job for Ryan Fitzpatrick when they were three and two, uh, and then he, you know, took the team to the playoffs and they had to switch in Ryan Fitzpatrick. It's a lot going on here, but. What do you guys think? Is the scrutiny uh, fair? Yeah, I wouldn't say it's fair, but I I would say this. Um, from what we've seen from Tua, he hasn't shown us much, but he also hasn't, you know, he he hasn't had much time to, you know, develop as an NFL quarterback and as a player, just like, you know, amongst his teammates. There was no offseason. You're – you're a quarterback of the team. You want that camaraderie coming into the season. And so that's why I'd like to give him another chance, uh, another year and and see where that goes. But um I wasn't I wasn't impressed with him and he had a lot of a lot of hype coming in to the season and, and when his when his number was called, he didn't perform the way that we thought we were gonna see. I think if you depends on how you look at it. So I know that on on Bleacher Report they had posted something saying that the the players they don't think he's it or they don't think he he's gonna have to be able to complete compete with guys like uh, Deshaun Watson and Josh Allen and Mahomes and all the talented young QBs at in the AFC. Um, so I mean, technically, I mean. You have to compete with those dudes if you want to come out that at, out that conference. So I mean, you are in the NFL, and he has a he big shoes to fill uh, with the team that has a lot of potential moving forward. Um, another thing is that I mean, if players are coming out saying this that he's you no know, probably not the guy, 
you know, th- those are the guys practicing with them. I know Nap yeah. said something about that yeah. off the pod, but absolutely, um, players were know. saying that about him. Yeah, player. Well, according to Bleacher Report, players don't think that he's he's capable of kind of leading. Yeah, and if these are guys on your team saying this, I mean, there's some some truth's got to be behind it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So but those are the guys, like said, Nap said. Those yeah. are the guys. And that's what. I, and another thing is, that's if he, we heard this from the horse's mouth. Yeah, and, and he has far better. The the Miami Dolphins ha- have a pretty good offense. They have some pretty good weapons around him. You know what I mean? Mike Kosicki's Mike Kosicki's a pretty good tight end. I consider him a top five tight end. Devontae Parker's pretty good. Devontae Parker can ball. Like Deshaun Watson is out there throwing to Will Fuller, and that's it. And that was it. And after that, and after that, yeah, you know what I mean? Like a bunch of young guys that are still up and coming. Um. Brandon Cooks, yeah, a, a shell of the receiver he used to be. What was he? What do you? I mean, he used to be. I mean, he's be, kind of the, the same, same type of receiver. receiver, bro. He does the same thing. He never yeah. had any moves. He was just more of a straight line yeah. speed runner. But, I mean, he had his he had his years when he was considered a good player. You know, I, I, mean, I don't think he's not good. Not, I'm just saying. I mean, that's what it sounds. He like. just kind of is what he, <laughs> is what he is now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, I think for that Miami Dolphins offense, they would need probably another wide receiver, another like threat on offense. Right. Um, is that is that yeah, the guy? Is that Devonte Smith? That's what I was mentioning. I mean, is oh, that Bama? Devontae Bama? Smith? Bama connection. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, they would need another guy there. Um, I think as far as Tua goes, like we were talking about it, like having a, having a two quarterback systems, part of it. Another part of it is he played what, uh, a little over three quarters of the season. Um, inconsistent. He played inconsistent, but he was getting inconsistent snaps as well. Um, I think there's a lot of other factors. And then, and then like for Bleacher Report to like put out this story, I, I kind of want to know like what players are talking. Like who's like who's talking about like, yeah, this Who did team? you hear this from? Like, Or did you hear it from a Dolphins player's agent yeah. friend like who told you that yeah. some of them was talking some shit? <laughs> like, that's the problem. The, me- the media twisting yeah, so off the much, mic, man. talking about how the media like – you was talking about how the Juju uh, quote – when he's saying like, "Oh, we're playing the Browns," like it's just the Browns. Like I only saw a snippet of it where he's saying it's just the Browns. So I'm thinking he's disrespecting them. But and if once you get the full picture, you can see he's talking about it's actually it's the Browns. He's giving them respect by saying it's the Browns that we play twice a year. You know our divisional. Oh, opponent. is that? Is that? that that's yeah. what he was wow. saying, bro. So yeah, that just shows the power of the media, bro. So you definitely gotta try to see the whole picture before you make an assessment on a situation. Yeah, it's a good point. And you know, with the internet, you know, Twitter. Yeah, you know, yeah, people, people, you know people, people, people are gonna take people like yo, which one of y'all? Yeah, I mean, people are gonna take people think gonna take things and run with that regardless. So, if you ain't hear from the horse's mouth, don't speak. But no, nah, I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's he's deserving of it. Um, with COVID and everything, um, he's a young QB, and even the timing of Brian Flores putting him in, they were winning, and then you know it's kind of just a odd timing to put your young QB in. Um, I know he was also dealing with injuries coming out of college too, so that's yeah. kind of a, just another thing to add on to just all this, you know, these stories coming out. Um, but I don't, I don't think it's fair. But um, if it is true that the players are coming, coming out saying that he's not the guy, or they, they're not putting their full trust in him, then I definitely think there's some, some, uh, some rays of concern moving forward with that, that situation at QB. Do you think? Uh, 
Do you think that the players could and stay with me here? Do you think that the players could be playing politics? Do you think they're trying to influence uh, a decision from oh. the GM and coach? That's like another, problem. like another QB, like potentially another QB, like potentially a guy. I know who just hasn't the been guy. Much. Yep. Man, I know this dude down in Houston. He going through it right now. Through mm. it, going through it, man. If Deshaun motherfucking Watson could get to the Dolphins, be- I don't know how it would happen, but the Dolphins do got the capital to do it. If you talking draft picks, you talking money. Hey man, Sounds like a nightmare for a Patriots fan. No, 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 fan, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, that would be bad for us. But If Deshaun Watson could go to the Falcons. Oh, that's a plot to us. Ain't no way, though. Ain't no way. 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 ATL, Georgia in the house. Actually. Oh, Georgia they got, in the house. They, they got, um, now that I think about it, they we got, got they got a top five pick that they able to dish out. Well, Julio and Matt Ryan throw that. No, in no, 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 no. You don't give away Julio. You, you don't leave, give away Julio. You, you leave give away Julio. Matt Ryan. Okay, so Sean Watson, and we go ahead and rock with that. So definitely want to keep Julio. I think potentially. All right, and thinking about the Falcons, because uh, Matt Ryan's deal is he got like he takes a thirty million dollar cap hit. Plus, on the last like couple years of his deal, so the Falcons are locked in for that bread. Like they have to pay this dude his money, and so if they traded him to the Texans, that's loyalty bread. At the end of the day, we gotta give that up. Yeah, yeah, and it's like I mean, if you I'm, know, I'm tra- saying we but like are the, the Texans. The, te- the, <laughs> <laughs> the, tex- the Texans aren't likely Word. to take that trade, bro. You know, it's just like why do we want Matt Ryan? I don't want Matt Ryan right now. Like a 36-year-old immobile Matt Ryan. Right. You so. might as well. Like, come on. There's a there's a lot of other dudes you could take. So, uh, but the Dolphins, you know, if they got to give up Tua in that third that third pick, and then their later first round pick to go get Deshaun Watson. I mean, I think that's the deal you got to do. Watch out now. I think uh, the most recent the most recent trade. Uh, what was it? Rumor was that the Texans would get the number three, number 18 overall, the 2022 second round pick, and Tua, where the Dolphins would get Deshaun Watson and a 2022 fourth round pick. So, I mean, no, like, I'm if taking I, that. I'm taking that I'm taking with Deshaun the Watson. You give me a fourth round pick on top of that? They are like. Deshaun Watson would put them in a place That's where what, he puts uh, them over the Bills the are definitely going to be worried. The whole AFC is going to be worse. Listen. Bro. Everybody's on notice. Right. Josh Allen got to go up against Deshaun twice a year. And then as a Pats fan, you're playing against Josh Allen oh, twice. As a Pats fan, we're fucked. Deshaun twice. Oh, we just oh, need listen, to get listen. a guy. Who we are we gonna, getting? We got to enjoy this. We got to get a guy. We got to get a guy to beat two no. top five quarterbacks. Absolutely we not. We need a dude. We will not be getting Mac Jones. You know, you that is not the answer for the Patriots organization. That is not the answer. He can stay at Alabama. I don't think he can. He's a senior, but he can't come. He ain't gotta go home. He ain't gotta <laughs> go there. But you damn sure can't come here. That's funny. Nah, I wouldn't want to see him either. It's interesting. There, there, there's plenty of other quarterbacks in the in the um in the NFL draft that I'd I'd love to see in New England before him. And um, you know, it's possible the Dolphins could use, depending on who's on the board, could use that pick to take a guy like Justin Fields. 
if they have uh, more faith in him than Tua, if they're like, look, we might be able to deal Tua, you know, along with some other stuff. I've been hearing uh, rumors about Justin Fields in this um, Atlanta thing. I know I just said that, that about. Be, I know I just yeah, said that about thing, but I heard. No, yeah, I, I heard because it's a more well. realistic pick for them and um, quarterback of the future. Pair him up with Calvin Ridley. Just, you know. I feel like it's just crazy though, because like I feel like early on in this season, in this NFL season, I feel like Justin Fields was projected more like higher, like he was just seen in nah. the eyes as the quarterback who's coming off like in the top five situation. No, nah, I mean it's Trevor's had all the hype around him. Yeah, yeah Trevor's I'm always saying, had the hype. Trevor, he's, he's I'm just saying all that the... he would come like Trevor would go first, obviously, and then he would go somewhere well, shortly after. I would just say that the ESPN analysts have given a lot more respect to the other quarterbacks who played um more games this year Definitely. and and you kind of got to give those guys a little bit of something they had a little bit more to show granted justin fields played in the national championship but um those guys played 11 games you know they they were able to i'm talking about the kyle trask guys um the um there's a guy from north dakota state who's very good um trey lance he they're they're trying they're trying to say he's he's the next lamar jackson that's what they're saying about him so it'll be interesting to see him and then of course um zach wilson from um from byu he's a baller so you know there's some decent quarterback choices you know some some good players out there to choose from this year so i'm interested to see where they land um i'm really interested to see what what goes on with justin fields we can talk about that a little bit more later though yeah definitely in uh, new england i wish (laughs) um but the deshaun watson and the, the texan saga continues uh I mean, there's a lot of beef going on in that front office, and we won't stay on this too long, but we saw Andre Johnson. <laughs> the OG. The <laughs> almighty. Andre Johnson say something. You know that boy going to listen. Yeah. And, uh, almighty Andre. He posted, Dre. Posted an IG <laughs> picture uh, with the Sean Watson caption, stand your ground. And if I know anything, <laughs> I'm a, I know I'm going to stand my ground after Andre Johnson tell me to stand my ground. So how do you interpret the stand your ground? How do you, like what does yeah. that mean to you? Know your worth. Know your worth. Right. Address get your concerns addressed by the front office, by the head coach. You're the future of this franchise if you're the quarterback. You. Word. Like he like realistically, Deshaun Watson probably set like he could ask for more or he could ask for a trade or he could not play and he could not play a BI. Yeah, can I that. can I read off this Andre Johnson tweet? Uh, by the way, for those of you who don't know, Andre Johnson is a Hall of Famer um, from receiver. W. Hall of Famer receiver. He you says, that, if you listen to this pod, his hands work on the field and on the street. <laughs> <laughs> Just ask Cortland and on, Finnegan. And on Cortland Finnegan. <laughs> Let's oh, see. Yeah, that was funny. So Andre Johnson two days ago says, if I'm Deshaun Watson, at Deshaun Watson, I will stand my ground. The Texans organization is known for wasting players' career. Since Jack Easterby has walked into the building, nothing good has happened in slash for the organization and for some reason can't seem to see what's going on. Pathetic. Hey, man, listen to that, man, Deshaun. <laughs> you ain't got to do nothing else 
Keep demanding your trade. Get out of there. Find a way. When do a, what's best for you. When a grown man who don't talk calls something pathetic, you got to listen up. He really Word. don't Because he don't speak up really for, don't. for nothing. So it's like, you know, like I mean, people in the hip-hop world know, like, if you hear a guy like Andre Three Stacks talk, like, you know to listen. And hear a guy like Andre Johnson speak, you know to listen. You know that what he's saying, uh, he's saying, you know, has a real purpose. And, I mean, I hope Deshaun Watson can find a way out of Houston because I don't want to see him there, and I'm sure he doesn't like the way his future looks there. Jamel! What? Bro! Did we not say this? Oh, my God. Did we not say this, bro? We said this, bro, a while ago. I I need to pull back my tweets. I need to go back. Steelers! Because I told y'all. They was going to catch an L early. They was like 11-0, and and I just couldn't believe the hype. I couldn't believe the hype. It wasn't real. Yo, they down bad right now. Down bad. It's crazy. Like, the media was really putting dirt on their name and all that. And Word. Like, now, they that first round exit as a two seed, three seed, whatever they as were. A they, two they seed. As a two seed. But. So, that that's crazy. With their future looking bleak at that. Yeah. Right. So, you know, that's I mean, their defense is obviously pretty strong, but even they had some trouble towards the end of the season. I mean, to be fair, to be fair, they were missing Devin Bush. They were yep. missing Bud Dupree. Like they're missing some serious keystones. Yeah, key playmakers. Yeah. No doubt about defense. that. Um and they usually find a way to make it work. And and they did for the most part, but that offense just couldn't find a way to make it work. And going forward, that's the question mark. You know, what's the future for Big Ben? Uh, who's going to be the quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers going forward? I mean, this guy looks old. <laughs> I mean, can he play? Like, yeah, you know, to some extent. But they look like they got a plan for the future sooner than later. Yeah. Um, I mean, if I know one thing about the Steelers, I mean, I think they're one of those teams that's always going to remain relevant, whether either way you look at it, just be given their history and their like their rich tradition and their franchise overall. Yeah, Mike Tomlin's track record is pretty good. Yeah, too. I mean, you got to think about it. Last year, they almost snuck into the playoffs. I don't, I don't remember the exact scenario, but that defense rode them all the way to the end of the season. They were on their third quarterback. So, I mean, if Mike Tomlin has some time to you know get the scouting reports together, all his, his, his whole team – and they find a quarterback or someone who's able to, you know, just hold them over for that defense because you know they're going to ride that defense all the way. Um, you know, maybe they can – you know, maybe they're not done. I mean, if that's kind of what we're speculating. I don't think uh, – I think the Steelers are a team. It's not over for them yet. But um, definitely, you know, they didn't want to go out this way. But we'll have to see what happens with them moving forward. Yeah, I mean, they got some good receivers, you know. They got the playmakers that receivers on offense. Um you know, we'll see what happens with them going forward. I just think it's an interesting story for them. Uh, as a storied franchise, obviously, they, they have a history of winning. Uh, they seem to always find a way to win. Uh, so I don't think, you know, Pittsburgh fans should be too worried. Uh, Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season. Yeah, so with that being the case, yeah. I mean, my Patriots are 7-9, and nine, and we're like one of the best franchises ever. So <laughs> They'll be just fine. Yeah, Steelers are in a better position than us, but... Um, and finally, some of the newest news that we've gotten, uh, you know, just as recently as a couple hours ago, uh, Urban Meyer is going to be the head coach uh, for the Jacksonville Jaguars. 
Uh, how do y'all feel about this? I mean, it seemed like it was headed this way. Uh, they had their eyes on him for a while. Um, but, you know, how do, how do you feel about the Jaguars? How do you feel about this move? It's a good move for the Jaguars. Urban Meyer is a good coach. He's proven. I mean, I mean, he's proven in the college ranks. That That's the thing that's big for me. He's a proven football mind. Yeah, we'll that's, say that's that. What's given. Yeah, you, you just said that, you know, he and he's proven in the college world college you know history college football history but i was i was just thinking about it i'm like you know if we look at certain coaches that were successful in college college football and has it always worked out i mean it doesn't. i don't know that's the main it, thing because i like, think it's it's ideal for him that he's gonna get that number one pick and he's probably gonna select i would assume trevor lawrence and like i just feel like that would be a good relationship for him to build on and like have going moving forward so i mean i think it's a good pickup for the jaguars because urban Myers, yeah he, he's one of the best coaches i'm just in, i'm just thinking about opinion. it like just given you know if you look at kind of like the layout for that team and you know all the assets that they have and all the money that they have i don't know the exact numbers but something crazy but they have a lot to work with and uh urban Myers is gonna have a lot to work with and i'm thinking about it now i'm like all right you know they rebuilt they're, they're rebuilding now but um you know they're going to have a bunch of young guys coming in. And Urban Meyer, as a college coach, you know, coached a bunch of young guys. Um, you know, he's coaching 18 to 20-year-olds and 21-year-olds. So, I mean, I think he has that in his favor, you know, with, you know, assuming that they're going to come in as a young team. Um, he has that working in his favor. Um, but, yeah, like you said, he's a proven coach um, in the college football world. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, most of his players are going to be grown men, so you know how is he going to be able to handle that? Um, I don't know his if he has any NFL experience, but um, you know, just any you know, being the head coach of a college football team and the NFL team, um, how is he going to win over you know the organization, the players, the locker room? Um, so we'll have to see. I think that if you look at it in that aspect, I think it'll be interesting. Yeah, I mean, we can yeah. Let's go ahead and lay the groundwork for this. So. He takes over as the Jaguars head coach. Um, I guess since they're absent of a GM, he mm. also kind of takes over that position. So this upcoming draft, the Jaguars have 11 draft picks, um, including the number one pick in the draft and seven in the first four rounds. Um, in addition to that, they have just north of $75 million in cap space, which is the most in the NFL. So, I mean, he has assets, he has resources to work with, and he has a whole lot of pressure. A mm -hmm. whole lot of pressure and, and a whole lot of money. But, um, and, and, and that's what makes it interesting. I mean, I saw that he was only looking at this job. So, it's not like he was looking at other jobs in the NFL. He was like, nah, this job is the only one I'm looking at. Like, the owner and him have a pretty solid relationship, I guess. And... You know, this is an appealing job to have. You got a number one pick. You got a quarterback that you're probably going to take. You got a ton of draft picks. You got a lot of money. Uh, but you also just stop playing football for health concerns. Coaching. Yeah, stop, I mean, yes, just stop coaching football because of health concerns. Yeah. And so you want to talk about putting some pressure on your health? <laughs> Being the HC and GM? Of an NFL team, Bro, and got you got to get this team back to the playoffs. Yeah, he putting the chips all in. <laughs> yeah, this is a lot. He's all in. 
So I'm wondering how his family feel at this point. Because <laughs> he about to have grown men yelling at him if he if he don't if he don't do this shit right. Um, so we'll we'll see what happens. But we just got an update. Um, the 49ers Ooh. coach. Wow. Our def- defensive coordinator, Robert Saleh. I don't say his name wrong. Robert Saleh. Saleh. Uh, he just came to an agreement with the Jets for five years to become their next head coach. Uh, so that's mm. huge for the Jets. Yo, shout out the Jets, man. That's how you make a 180. Word. Get rid of like, that bum-ass Adam Gase word. and pick up. This is like massive for them and scarier for the Patriots because the last thing we need is another team in the AFC East getting better with a defensive minded coach yeah yeah it's just it's just that's not great and they got the second pick um and I mean I'm sure that's probably why I took the job he was like look man that's like the next most appealing job if I got the number two pick to work with and I gotta I gotta be the one to turn around the defense if there's anybody that can motivate a defense uh, it's this dude right here. So, um, I'm wondering what the staff going to look like. But, damn, that's a good hire. Yeah, they got they got a lot of, to work from, too. Yeah, it's a five-year deal, though. They're giving him flexibility. He's going to have time to, to get it right. And he's, show, he's shown that he can do a lot with little, right? Because, like, yeah. the 49ers defense was banged up. They lost Nick Bosa early. Um and a, and, a, and a few other guys as well that were, like, instrumental. I mean, they were playing without Richard Sherman for, for a while as well. Um, and to be able to still have the 49ers be, you know, middle of the ground uh, as far as defense goes, like, they, he was doing a good job. So it's going to be exciting to see what he can do with this New York Jets team. Yeah, he's also uh, apparently taking the passing game coordinator, Mike LaFleur, with him. Uh, and he's going to be the OC for the Jets. So that's pretty big as well. Um so we might see some remnants of, you know, what the 49ers offense looked like. Uh, you Is know, Sam Donald going to be there next season? With the New York Jets. Will he be the starting QB on week one? Yeah. Ooh, maybe. I don't know. It depends. I mean, it's a, it's because that's tough, been a lot that's of a tough decision speculative to make. talk. I believe too. this is last year to show something. I agree. Before, they, before yeah. they give him the good old boo. So they're, so they're not going to take – so the Jets aren't going to take whoever is available at quarterback after no. the Jags? No. I mean, it's interesting. Okay. I mean, they it's could, interesting because they like could, they could trade back and take somebody. Like you don't. I mean, I, but if if, if, they, they if do, I'm them, I'm probably going with an offensive lineman. Um, I mean, I don't know because <laughs> you gotta look at the the quarterbacks in his draft class. Uh, Sam Darnold's draft class. You know, those where they're at now. You got Josh Allen. And Baker Mayfield and Lamar, you know, on the brink of a championship game. So he's not one of them <laughs> thus far. Yeah, and he was drafted. I don't know what pick it was, but, you know, they're exceeding expectations way more than him. And he was one of the top QBs taken. So mm-hmm. maybe if you're the Jets, you're like, all right, well, we in the AFC and you were drafted with these dudes and. Clearly, we missed out. <laughs> so, <laughs> we didn't get the memo. Yeah, so we'll they see. They very well could uh, use a, that second pick for a quarterback, but I'm not saying it's a given. But I wouldn't be surprised. We'll see what happens. That'll be uh, interesting. That's to watch. an interesting job to take. Yeah, very. And um, we'll get more into the, a lot of the offseason talk in the coming weeks uh, after the playoffs are over. But 
Going into some of the matchups we got this week, as I mentioned earlier, it's the divisional round. Uh, so on Saturday, uh, one of the first games that we got are the Los Angeles Rams at the Green Bay Packers. How are you guys feeling about this game? I'm excited. You know, we got some top-tier offenses versus top-tier defense and some good matchups. But, um, you know, how are you guys feeling? Who do you think is going to win? Start with you, Nap. So, I love this matchup this week. It's really good, man. It's we, get, we get Jalen Ramsey going up against Devontae Adams. And... It's gonna be a clash, and it's gonna be a really good game, and I think it's gonna be a game that could go very much either way. It really could. You know, um, Green Bay's defense has shown us that they can be scored on a lot. Definitely. Yeah. And the Rams' defense has shown us that they. Do not like to get scored on at all. Right. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna see a battle of 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 a high scoring offense against a very good defense, and and you know I, it's one that I I see Rogers the better quarterback coming out on top, but you never know. Um, Aaron Donald was a little banged up after the last game. We don't know where his health's at. That obviously affects the game a bunch, but this is gonna be yeah. This is gonna be a real interesting this is, game. This, this is crazy. Week. I'm just thinking about it right now. Like, no, it's gonna you, be nuts. You think about it, right? So what what happens if first of all you have Aaron Rodgers, you have obviously Jalen Ramsey is gonna line up on him. So what if Jalen Ramsey eliminates him? But then not only that, you have no, to worry Devontae about Adams. Aaron Devonte Adams. Yes, yeah. if Jalen Ramsey eliminates Devontae Adams because you know that's who they're going to put on. Obvi- it's obvious at this right. point. Mm-hmm. You know who's going to be guarding who. Jalen Ramsey versus Devontae Adams. My thing is, all right, Ramsey has proven that he's more than capable of eliminating the number one wide receiver. Devontae Adams has proven he's more than capable of not being eliminated, period. Yep. Yeah. We're going to so, see. We're going to see either way. He's like, but let's say, let's say, okay, that happens. How's Aaron Rodgers going to fare with not having his number one receiver to rely on? Then, not only that, you have to worry about Aaron Donald. So, this is a tough task for the Packers on offense. So, I'm just, like, really excited to see how Aaron Rodgers will live up to, you know, the Packers being that one seed. Um, For me, I always thought in recent years that the Packers were – I've always been high on them. Going into the playoffs, but then I know I know last year against the the Niners, I don't know if y'all remember, but I was just convinced that you know that I don't know which champ, which game it was, but it was a playoff game, um, and I was just convinced that I'm like, all right, well they got Aaron Rodgers, like you know, but Packers got wiped, um, so I think this time around, um, I don't I don't know, I, I'll I'll take the Rams, but um, Aaron Rodgers has a, a tough task ahead of him, so. Vaughn, how you feeling? What you think? Man, the Rams D is spooky. And I really feel like Aaron Rodgers is the type of player who can just like go out there and do his thing regardless. So it's just gonna be a, a clash, like you guys are saying, but I mean Rodgers, I feel like he has a little more to prove, a little more of a competitive edge on these guys. 
I feel like it's going to be the Packers in this one. This is Roger's shot. This, this is, yeah, this is it. it. This is really this it. This is it. This is his shot. Like, this is your chance to go to the NFC Championship and potentially the Super Bowl. If you're as great as everybody says and, and, and we all think and, and you know you are. Then you're going to have to beat this Then defense. you're going to have to beat this defense. Or yeah. With the best My man, in the game and the best defensive Devon, player. Devon period. dropped a gem last episode. I know he was the saying we were talking about the, the scrutiny that Lamar has been getting for not winning a playoff game. And it's like, you know, these are one of those games, these defining games in your career. You're defined by the playoffs, yeah. like Devon said last week. So, I mean – it's it's just crazy just thinking about what Aaron Rodgers has to go up against, and um, this is the perfect opportunity to to show if he's really on that that tier where you know he's great and you know he can do all these things. Don't get me wrong, we we know he has a Super Bowl, yeah, so he can win a Super Bowl, but um, you know if he's able to add to those accolades and continue to you know separate himself and you know becoming one of those great players of of these times. Yeah, I mean, I, I am going to take the Packers for this game. Uh, I just like what Aaron Rodgers has been doing all season. Uh, I had him on my fantasy team, him and Devontae Adams. So, you know, and they took me to a championship. <laughs> so I have the utmost faith <laughs> that they will show up uh, on game day. Um, I mean, Devontae Adams has proven. he. I mean, this is one of the best seasons uh, that I've seen from a wide receiver. Uh, if he played those two extra games – We'd be talking about these numbers for real being some of the best numbers of all time this season. So I don't think Ramsey is going to take that lightly. I think he's going into it knowing he's got his hands full. And um, I just think that's going to open up things for the rest of the team. I think uh, the running game might be able to get going. You know, Aaron Rodgers always gets a bomb to Marquez Valdez-Scantling somehow. And, you know, it's going to be a hell of a matchup. But I am going to go with the Packers. Uh, Donovan, what you thinking? Oh man, I mean, I think he's the MVP of the season this year. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. That is, I think he's the MVP of the season. He was playing, he was throwing to scrubs. <laughs> let me not say scrubs. Let me not Besides disrespect Devontae Adams. That doesn't include. Hold on, before we before we go on before we go on here, let's let's paint a picture for our, our listeners. Uh, right now, Donovan has a. Aaron Rodgers jersey on. So. Yeah, you yeah know, he's not biased. That's my dog. <laughs> so I'm about to talk this shit. Um, he was playing without Devonte Adams for I don't know how how many weeks. If you if you were to factor in having Devonte Adams even for those two games, if they're two games that he wasn't playing for, he he would be having ridiculous numbers this year. I think the cries, I think the cries about Aaron Rodgers in the postseason are pretty valid. Honestly, I think. Since his since his Super Bowl, he has shown that you know he hasn't been able to get back to that promised land. Um, I agree, this is his best chance at getting there, but he's got a tall task. I'm telling you, I'm gonna be wearing this this Rogers jersey for this Packers game, but I'm gonna be rooting for Jalen Ramsey low key as a as a forward quarterback. I I have to, <laughs> I have to. to, bro. He's a best dog. in the world. He's a dog, and it's gonna be so exciting to look at the different styles of play that we're going against in that matchup specifically, right? You have a more type of like finesse, uh, get to space, um, try and generate as much or as little space as it needs for Aaron Rodgers to fit the ball in a tight area. Whereas you have a physical wide uh, cornerback that's going to follow you all over the field and talk shit while he's doing it. Yeah, Y'all got to go check out Ramsey's numbers against 
the best wideouts on teams that he's played. Yeah, but he ain't played Devontae Adams. All right. We That's understand you got I'm him saying. on your fantasy team. No, nah, not even that. If you're looking at how he play, <laughs> like, I don't know. Nah, he's cold. He's, he's cold. It's so. going to be a, a hell of a matchup. And I think the reason I give it to him, not only do you have Aaron Rodgers throwing you the ball, but it's just cute, more receiver friendly. Like, hey, I man. feel like. You also got Aaron Donald. You know, you. the league is a pass-happy league. Like, Aaron Rodgers is going to sling the rock. You know, Aaron Donald is hurt. And Come on. The Packers online graded out second, you know, according to Pro Football Focus. So, you know, I think they're going to scheme up ways to double team and triple team him. They'll leave some of the other guys open, but I don't know if they'll they'll uh, let their resources. I mean, they got you know, some. They got. Go. They're the number one defense. So, yeah, either way, it's whether be a dogfight. Yeah. Uh, at the very least, and the next game we got on Saturday is the Ravens and the Bills. Uh, Lamar Jackson versus Josh Allen. Now, this is going to be uh, a crazy game. You know, two quarterbacks in their youth, you know, peaking. Um, you know, what are you guys thinking? Who are you taking in this game, Rashad? Well, I'm taking my Ravens, <laughs> obviously. Um, but, yeah, I think realistically. So, I was just thinking about how a lot, of, like, recently since this game is coming up, Josh Allen and Lamar have been – getting compared a lot, you know, their games and, you know, how they run the ball and what they're doing for their offense and how, you know, both of these dudes have kind of come from a a path where they've kind of been counted out. Um, you know, Josh Allen, he, you know, taken a couple years to develop, but, you know, now he's considered one of the top QBs today. Um, and then with Lamar, um, I'm going to pick the Ravens because, you know, when you look at, you know, special – like special player, um, I would say he has that more than Josh Allen. They're both special players, but you know when you think of the dynamic of Lamar Jackson and, and what he does, and you know now he's gotten over the hump, so he, he's confident now. He knows that you know finally, real quick, he can you know shut those people up. You know him about not winning a playoff game and you know all that crazy talk. Only 24 years old, but Lamar's confident now, so more confident than ever after that playoff win, and you know. We've seen in the Titans game how he can just break off a run and just completely just shift the entire momentum and, you know, yeah, do things like that. Um, but one thing I saw, I was looking at some ESPN today, that there's like a 40% chance of snow for that game. Yeah, I was, I was going to say and, that. And yeah. uh, Lamar said he's never played in snow and, like, Loki yeah. hopes it doesn't snow because I, I think that could impact his game, his running aspect. But, um you know, despite the weather, I mean, he's the type of player where he's not going to let the weather el- eliminate him. No. But that's going to be something he'll have to deal with regardless. Buffalo's going to be cold. A lot of things going against the offense. Buffalo has played in these conditions. Yeah, they, they have. That's, that's one thing that the Bills have going in their favor. I'm pretty sure they'll let those fans back in there again. So they're going to have the yeah. playoff environment. But um, honestly, I might have to go with the Bills with this one. It's definitely a tough call. I think one of the things I look at uh, in this game in particular, um, especially I didn't know it was going to snow, but even if you're talking about snow, you're talking about a game where they should probably be running the ball more. Yeah, right. And if you're talking about running the ball more, you know, we're getting right into the Ravens' strength. You know, that's what they want to do. They want to give the ball to Lamar, J.K. Dobbins, you know, even Gus Edwards. They want the ball in their hands behind their offensive line. 
And you talk about the Bills' defense doesn't want them to do. The run defense is probably the worst aspect of that team. Yeah, I think they gave up, like, over 200 yards rushing to the Cardinals. Yeah, so it's, yeah, that was wild. It's, yeah. um, you know, it's pretty blatant that that is one of the weaker areas of their team, and that's one of the strongest areas of the Ravens' offense. And so you're playing in the winter game, winter playoff game uh, in the snow. You know, we should see a lot of running the ball, but – you know, Josh Allen is also a special player, too. So Hey, the Ravens turned it around, and, and they've been looking like they've been on a roll ever since. That's true. It's going to be an absolute battle. Uh, I, don't, I don't even know who to pick yet. Nah, pick I, I, know, I, I took the Bills, and I'm, like, hearing everything. I'm just like, <laughs> oh. Like, but I'm, honestly, I'm, I'm going to stick I'm, with the Bills. I mean, yeah. honestly, I know the Ravens ain't going to go out sad, but it should be a good game. got to pick somebody, though. I'm going with Lamar Jackson and the um, Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Ravens' run game against the, the the Bills' run defense. I think that's going to be the the key there. Yeah, I agree. I, I, got, I got faith in Lamar Jackson. I think uh, I'm, I'm going to take the Ravens on the road. I think Lamar Jackson, uh, you know, he just got over the hump. He's not going to stop there. Uh, so I, I, I think he's going to – I also like that. Show. I also like that the um the Ravens can throw both Marlon Humphreys and Marcus Peters on to yep. Stephon Diggs to slow that down. Yeah, you if, take if him away. About that. You know, leave Josh Allen with just Cole Beasley. I mean, Cole Beasley's a great player and all, but you take away his biggest asset in Stephon Diggs, which has been a huge part in his development. Um, you know, it'll cause some problems for that offense. So. We'll see what happens. The next game we got on the docket is the Cleveland Browns uh, at the Kansas City Chiefs. You want to talk about an underdog? Hey, man. This is it, man. I don't even think it's about that. It's just like the Browns are really here. Yeah. Like, I know me, y'all hear me talk about the Browns and, you know, how they be in, they in the AFC North with the Ravens. But, you know, they, they really doing it. They really putting off with Cleveland. They really made it this far to – the divisional round. I mean, it's the playoffs. Anything can happen. Um, so, I mean, I'm going to take the Chiefs, but. <laughs> man. <laughs> big, big shout out to the Browns. Big really shout out to the Browns. Y'all been doing Yo, so man, cool. Y'all been doing well, man. But uh, I think this is the end of the road as well. Yeah, the Browns. Don't get me wrong. Like, I've definitely gained. I'll, I'll gain. I gained some respect for the Browns. Um, no doubt. With their, what they're doing. It's pretty, a pretty cool story. Um, and I don't think there's much to say as to why I would pick the Chiefs. Um, the numbers for Mahomes and Andy Reid that that offense is putting up as far as points um, coming off of a, a bye week in their careers, coaching and playing for one another, um, they're crazy. So you got also had a fresh Tyreek Hill, um, and yeah. I don't think rust will be an issue for the Kansas City Chiefs. I think they're going to come out firing. Yeah, it's I mean, back It's back to reality for the NFL. And I feel like, you know, Patrick Mahomes, he's a competitor. He doesn't want to go out there and lose to Baker Mayfield. He he lost to him in their matchup in college where they had that shootout, Texas. I was just watching that earlier today. Texas, what, Texas yeah. Tech oh, versus crazy. Uh, Joe Mixon was in that game, too. <laughs> Kiki yeah, QT. I, I think it was like something like 156 points were scored in that game. Yeah, there was, they, it was ridiculous. There was no defense. Wait, where could he go? QT go. Uh, Texas, uh, Texas Tech. Oh, really? Yeah. That's crazy. But yeah, I mean, yeah, but like I was saying, Mahomes, I don't think 
He took the um the L in that matchup, so I'm yeah, sure man. he's looking at that. The NFL just got to know that the Chiefs are back on TV this weekend. Mahomes paid. He don't give a damn about that matchup. No, I'm just saying, <laughs> but not. Nah, but think about but what nah, a loss yeah. to Baker Mayfield in this game would do. He's yeah. a defending champ. He wants to repeat. Nah, he's all a competitor. That. He's a yeah. competitor. I mean, Mahomes is the the biggest competitor. Well, also, probably one of the biggest competitors. In let's game. not forget. Uh, I know Nap had said that. We thought it was really interesting that how early on, you know, at the start of the podcast, we were talking about which teams are best suited to um, to beat the Chiefs. And I know Nap had mentioned that, um, you know, the, he thought the Browns were able to kind of, you know, give them the best shot. And, you know, we're able to see that this week. So I think it's going to be interesting to, to look at how the Browns pan out and what they have going on and how they're going to go about that task ahead of them. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree. I think, uh, you know, it's going to be a lot of them trying to hold on to the ball, run the ball with Nick Chubb. Oh, absolutely. Hunt. Uh, you know, if they can control the clock, you know, that's probably their best bet. Keep Mahomes off the field. Yeah, keep Mahomes off the field. The Chiefs are going to do what they do. That's not – your intention isn't to stop that offense. You let them do what they do. You just try and maximize the opportunities you have on offense, and your defense makes plays when they need to make plays. You get third and longs, capitalize, get a stop. Get your get the offense off the field. So, I'm gonna take the Chiefs uh, because, I mean, they're coming off a bye week. They're fresh. I don't see how they, you know, they let this one up. And if they do, hey man, shout out the Browns, you know, because they're gonna deserve all the credit in the world man, if they get the this. The Browns dope. pulled this off. Sheesh, that'd be crazy. Don, did what you? So did you yeah, I got nothing to lose. I'm going to go with the Browns. <laughs> <laughs> Anything is possible! For real, man. Hey, it's playoffs. You only got to be good for better for 48 minutes or 60 minutes, whatever it is. So, 48. 48. Hey, just, just because I said the Browns are best suited to beat the Chiefs, don't mean I think that is going to happen. Yeah. Um, it's Mahomes. It's Tyreek. They're back. It's Travis. <laughs> Word. They're really it, back. It, like. it, 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 it's playoff time, man. It's the it's the real deal. We don't got no slacks on the field now. We got the four best going up against each other. Yeah, it's going to be a sight to see. So I can't wait. Uh, and the final matchup uh, that we'll get into for this week are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers <laughs> at the New Orleans Saints for the third time this year. We're going to get Brady versus Breeze. Brady is 0-2. Against Drew Brees. Yeah, I'm weak just thinking about this because the the Twitter picture they got. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> they, they got, got him looking they got a, like Dumbledore. Yeah, they got they got a they got a picture of of Brees and Brady side by side, and like in the picture is like the logo for the History Channel. Uh, <laughs> 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 and Brady and Brees got like gray hair and yeah, man. Oh, dude, they some old goats, no ball. Yeah, this this game, Brees turns like 42 on Sunday or something like that. Does he really? He gonna play on his birthday? That's crazy. Wow. I hope he don't lose on his birthday. Yeah, that'd be I tragic. I hope he does. Give me the bucks. Give me the bucks. Give me the bucks. But nah, yeah, Tom Brady. I think um, this is the time for them. And like, honestly, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have been clicking. Like, yeah, they've really been rolling. I think AB's this is like been going. What they've been waiting for. I think. Um, you know, Brady, like, all those losses to Breeze in the previous matchups are all fine and good. But, you know, if he gets this one, that one and two record won't really mean so much. It'll mean that one win will mean a lot more than those two losses, basically. So, anyway, I think 
the Bucks are the better team. I think they have the more potent offense. And um, I think Brady's a better quarterback. But let's not forget, though, on Sunday Night Football, if y'all were – the forty-five three game or if whatever. If y'all wasted y'all time staying up for that one, I ain't, nah. I seen the score. I turned that off. But like that, that's that's in the past, bro. Honestly. Yeah, I was about to say like I ultimately really don't care what happened before. Right. Before this game. Because that today. that forty-five yeah. three won't help them. If anything. Yeah. Like they they might have wished they had a closer matchup in the regular season so they could got some more useful film because after the they learned a lot about themselves since they then. was just like all right <laughs> they probably stopped trying so it's like. You know, that's that's in the past, and I think what's coming up in this game is going to be way different than what we saw. Yeah, that was definitely. Yeah, at that point in time, too, like, they were really trying to, like, figure it out. Like, yeah. A.B. had just gotten there, And that's too. the thing. Like, the past, like, that four games. That was A.B.'s games, first like, game, so. They've been playing on, like, a different level. And, like, yeah, they're people, clicking aren't, people aren't really criticizing Brady's, like, ability to, you know, facilitate this offense anymore. He's really just getting it done, so. Yeah, this team's peak is up there with any teams. Yeah, for sure. You know, in terms of what they're capable of doing. Definitely catching Especially if you're talking about all facets, facets of the game. They have some good young D-backs that have been playing well throughout the season. They have some veteran uh, guys on their defensive line, uh, fast linebackers. They got, obviously, you got Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, um, and those guys. And then you got Brady, Brady at the helm and, you know, we all know I, he's capable of. You know, like, who? you couldn't be more confident going yeah, in as with a the Bucks guy. Fan. Like, as a Bucks fan, as Word. a Bucks player. like This is why we brought you here, bro. This is literally <laughs> the moment we've been waiting for. So, um, I'm excited. I am going to go with Brady. I don't think Breeze will best him three times. Um, to beat a good team three times. It is very difficult to beat a good team three times. But the Saints have proved they can win multiple ways. They still have Alvin Kamara. They got a healthy Michael Thomas. Um, they have a budding Deontay. Oh, Harris. actually, yeah. I really want to see that that Marshawn Lattimore and Mike Evans matchup. Cause like, there's a lot going bro, on in yeah. Saints defense. Like, yeah. I mean, I love to hear about bro, the they, Bucks offense and what they got going for them because, like, they have been clicking. Um, AB is looking like he's fully integrated. He's looking like the number one receiver of that Bucks team, hands down. Um, but the Saints defense has been on point. Their run defense has been on point. Marshawn Lattimore is starting to starting to make plays and look like himself right when he needs to. Yeah, I think I think we're gonna like this is a clash of the titans type of game For right sure. here. Like, this is prime time. You got the yeah. secondary versus the wideouts. Yeah, I mean, you any one of these games is gonna be a fantastic game to watch. Um, but this is, I mean, just because I, I mean I'm still a Brady fan at heart. This is game of the week for me. Uh, you know, I'll definitely be tuned in. This, if this is prime time, is eight thirty on Sunday? You think? Probably. I think it's, oh, it's eight, the last game. Eight, yeah, the last one. game. Either way, this is gonna be the night game. Yeah, I'm gonna have my popcorn ready, man. For sure. No, they, for real, for real. But, but no, another thing I was thinking about though is like Brady's little road to get to the Super Bowl right here. He's gonna have to go through Breeze, yo, and then I, in my eyes, I think Breeze, it's gonna be the Rogers, Packers, bro. Rodgers. Yo, if Brady can, hey if man, Brady yo, goes through Breeze, imagine, Rogers, and Mahomes. Imagine like what this would do for Brady's legacy. Cause oh, all, all the I heat don't want to hear shit. All the heat from he nobody taking, bro. ever bro, again. What about nothing? Nah, you already can't tell me nothing. It's just probably yeah, you argue, already can't tell me nothing. But now I don't want to see none of y'all on Twitter word. talking Yo, all that if shit. Brady, if Brady pulls us off, this nah, might be man. the best story, the best legacy that we've seen. Yeah, in man. The, and sports. the Pats are out. The Pats yeah, are out. Period. The Pats yeah. are out. So honestly, my 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 <laughs> chips are on on Brady, man. That's. That's closest to home for me, man. So 
Let's go, Tom. Yeah, I got the Bucks too. Yeah. Don, who you got? I'm going with the Saints. Rashad? I'm going with the Bucks. Um, even if it is a close one, uh, I know I've said before, like, the Saints are cursed. So, uh, <laughs> whether, you know, they look like they may have the game or something's going to happen, but just watch out, like I said. But I'm taking the Bucks. And that. Tom Brady. That's it. Tom What's Brady. What's the score, though? We're going to Florida. Florida. <laughs> you could you could you could meet me in Florida. <laughs> it's gonna be like thirty one twenty eight, something like that. Something, something close. It might uh, come down if it come down to a kicker, bro. I'm gonna be sick. Will Lutz is gonna get his his kick blocked. That's what's gonna happen. He missed one last week. Something I hope. Crazy. I just hope the better team wins. Thirty four twenty seven. What's that even mean? <laughs> What's that even mean, Devon? The better team wins. I hope the better team wins. The winner, the winner is the better team. Nah, like <laughs> you can say some shit happens, you know. Yo, Donovan looking crazy the right now. Donovan, Donovan looks sick. <laughs> yo, Donovan's like, yo, we gotta team, talk, bro. The team can lose the game and be the better team. Yeah, but in this game, uh, it's like, eh. like who who would you not want to see in the next round, basically? <laughs> I would not want to see the Saints because the Bucks are the better team. Uh, okay, so then just say that. All right, yeah. <laughs> I I that. Just, say, that. just say you wanted to see the Bucks, bro. Like, don't say I hope the better team wins. Nobody knows that they're the better team. They haven't been the better team the entire season. Give me the Bucks. There you go. To make it clear. Hey, Amen. It'll be eventful. Um, just in case they didn't hear you. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> Uh, these matchups are going to be fantastic. Uh, NFL playoffs. This is like the best time of year uh, for football fans, and you know, this is uh, this is what it's about. You know, this is where teams show up, show what they got. You know, do what they do, and uh, you know, we'll be tuned in. Uh, of course, you know, going forward, if you want to stay tuned to the pod, uh, follow us on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, you can find us on Facebook as well at Zone Talk Podcast, and you know we'll catch you guys next week. Zone Talk, Zone Talk, Zone Talk. I'm the type of make a move and don't nobody know. You don't gotta hide it if you wanna let it show, girl. All I need is any with a little bit of dope. Soon as I get them both, you know I'm all ready to go. Yeah, never mind them rookies, baby, come fuck with the pro. We can do it faster, we can do it slow. Never mind them knocks, yeah, leave them at the door. I know what your spots like, I've been there before. I left my main hoe, now my side my main hoe. Jigger chain clothes, live exquisite, they know. Performing plain clothes, get the bag and race home. Ain't got time for lame hoes or any of you lame hoes. Riding something for him, riding in that Zane low. Rich or poor, I'm still gon' live by the same code. Off the tone, it's how to think how I got home. I'm at the mall shopping, but I think I got those. I got drugs up in my system, I might go off. Hey, quarter on the beat, I told him go off. I ain't never been the type to show off. And I ain't never pressed or make me go off. Hey. Okay, I want a deal, but they be robbed. But still, my bike crib from north up to Pross. Big kill these niggas, bike me hard. I feel like holy feel these niggas flex. Too hard to care about hoes for real. Yeah. Top speed, OD, low key on me. Top speed, OD, low key. Shorty won't get drafted, but I'm only tryna blaze her. 20 out of 10 every single time I raid her. Probably got a hundred on the dice just like a racer. I'ma go top speed. I'ma go top speed. Yeah. I'ma go top speed.